Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Bit of a quiet weekend in terms of what's going on on the Twitch. I might be doing some more My Rise, maybe some Unsolved Mysteries this weekend over at twitch.tv forward slash Steve here. So go check that out. And of course, on Sunday night, if you're in the Northern California area, come check out Prestige Wrestling at the Colonial Theater. Lars and I are going to be there. A bunch of the friendos are going to be there. We're going to do a bit of a meetup there. Should mm. be a lot of fun if you're going to be there. Uh, uh, pay attention to our Twitter accounts, uh, mainly at Real Going In Raw. Mm-hmm. And then I'm at MF Steve here. Larson's at Joy of Bearding. I'm sure we'll be tweeting and retweeting stuff yes. uh, in terms of specifics, like when we're actually going to do the, the meetup. But hey, if we're there, you know, just say hey, you know, let's say, hi. Just yeah. say what's up, what's up. Yeah. Um, but it uh, should be a lot of fun. It's a loaded lineup. It's a really good card. It's, it's a, a really, really good card. Really good card. Uh, so, uh, come by if you're in the Northern California area, I haven't heard if it's a sellout yet. So I assume yeah, I don't know it either. might not be, otherwise they probably would have tweeted something about it. Maybe, um, maybe. so come check it out. Anyways, yes. uh, should so be a should, fun show. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, first and foremost, uh, let's, let's get to this. So there is a bit of comedy and a bit of tragedy tonight, man. This was absolutely awful. Uh, big E unfortunately, uh, during the SmackDown tonight, uh, took a nasty fall on his head from a belly-to-belly suplex from Ridge Holland and uh, and is confirmed in a video that he posted uh, that he can move all of his extremities. However, the doctors have informed him that he has a broken neck. Um, so, I mean, on one hand, uh, obviously we should be grateful that this wasn't worse because this kind of stuff can get really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, you know, obviously our hearts go out to the guy. Yes. We're both huge fans. Yes. Uh, I don't know anybody that's a wrestling fan that isn't a fan of Big E. Seems like yeah. a lovely person. Yeah, by all accounts, a, a fantastic individual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, speedy recovery, um, and uh, and you know all the all the positive yeah. energy his way. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, speedy recovery to Big E. That was that was difficult to watch, and it's it's good to hear that he's got his he's got feeling, he's got strength. He can move his extremities, um, and and hopefully you know he'll have a, a speedy recovery absolutely it sort of puts things into perspective because we're going to talk about the whole pete dunn name change yes. and uh and how insignificant that comes off now in light of the big e stuff uh but we'll have plenty of time to 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 rant about that as well a little bit later in the show uh first up as we always do these days we're going to talk about cody rhodes larson <laughs> yeah friday evening kind of seems like cody time um so uh, we have some updates, I guess, on his current status, such as it is, via 
Dave Melser between the newsletter Wrestling Observer Radio. So uh, obviously we're still waiting for Cody Cody to show up uh, in WWE. And it's been almost a month, almost a month since he left AEW. And while we all wait for Cody to return on our televisions, apparently WWE is waiting for him to come in to sign a new deal so they can proceed with the WrestleMania plans for him. Uh, in the wrestling latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Meltzer wrote, quote, uh, WWE's creative team were told this week to hold off on working on Rhodes versus Rollins until Rhodes signs the contract because they already worked it on it and they had to stop everything uh, when they weren't sure if Rhodes was coming, but it's not a dead deal. So the plan apparently was Cody versus Rollins at Mania, which I guess would explain why they said undeniable a bunch. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So they're, yeah. they're still setting stuff up in the event, apparently, that Cody does sign. So Melser continues, those in the company involved at the high level have said that they don't know what happened, nor has it for sure fallen through as talks were ongoing during the week, and he could still debut imminently. Uh, the terminology we were given from the WWE side was that they believe that Rhodes not signing a WWE deal is either him angling for a better deal with the idea WWE wants everything it can uh, it can put on for WrestleMania, so there is leverage involved. Or it could be that Rhodes is play, playing a Brian Pillman game, uh, which even Rhodes hinted about in one AEW TV interview, or that deal is not going to happen. Okay, wait, pause there. Brian Pillman game. I respect you, Booker I Man. respect you, Booker <laughs> Man. Yes, of course, where he pretty much orchestrated his own release from WCW. Yeah, right, right. And then he showed up in ECW and then WWF, so he was playing old shite. Um, what in this case though, like what would like what would he he, he being the the pillman, like uh, orchestrated? Only, he's already gone for me. <laughs> this is the only thing I could. Think yeah, that the I if if they're referencing pillman here, and it's not a one to one analogy, is that Cody's leaving, negotiating with WWE in hopes to improve his negotiating leverage with AEW. They just posted the second biggest pay per view numbers. Oh in the company's history i know they're getting along fine (laughs) without him but maybe a maybe tony khan really likes cody and maybe he's really bummed out that he left and uh maybe that's the leverage that cody has i don't know tony you we can talk to tony right now because we know he watches tony we'll talk to camera then tony steve here from uh wrestle juice uh larson of course you know him already from wrestle farts wrestle farts yes Uh, that's me and uh, the upcoming Gaming Society X. Um, here, here's the deal, man. We're fine without him. Kind of prefer to see him go to WWE. It's all good. Sad last days of Cody and AEW. We, we said our goodbyes. We have closure on that. You wrote that long ass, too long, didn't read uh, a, a press release praising him and Brandy for whatever reason. So, you know, just, just let it go. You don't need him. You don't need him. So, Belser, also mentioned. In a recent edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, the WWE was hoping that Cody would debut for the company this upcoming Monday because Raw is in Jacksonville. Yeah. So these transcripts of what Melser said are from Cultaholic. Quote, obviously, WWE wants him for WrestleMania. Time is running out. There's Raw on Monday in Jacksonville. If he's going to be at WrestleMania, it would make sense to me, not to me, Larson, to Dave Melser, yeah. that he would debut in Jacksonville. Actually, he should debut three weeks ago if they have a deal, which we don't know. If he's not there, I presume the deal is not close because that was the day that they wanted him. From what I understand, he had set up, he had stuff set up for WrestleMania, and it was off the board a couple days ago. Talks were still going, and I guess we'll find out. All right. Well, yeah, like I, I said, I guess we'll, we'll find, we'll find out. out. We'll Wait find and see. Out. See yeah. how it plays out. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, like, you know, that. Dave is correct in that you would think that WWE would want you know, everything possible for WrestleMania. They really try to load these shows up so that they can just phone in the rest of the year. And so, uh, you know, you get Cody in there. That's a big deal. And the thing about Cody is that if he's like, hey, you know what? I got money. I got a Hollywood Connects. I could be on Heels uh, Season 2. Um, I don't really need you guys. But I know you probably really want me. So uh, give me more money. And because, you know, he's got that money. Did you see that tweet from Brandon Thurston today? It was sort of offhand thing. He said, chances are both AEW and WWE are going to get even bigger money yeah. deals when the, the TV uh, yep. rights comes up. Everything yep. just goes up. Yeah. And uh, so they have so much money. 
And uh, yeah, you want Cody? Then uh, then then you're gonna have to pony up. Otherwise, he could just sit at home and be a dad. So, anyways, did you have any last sad last words about uh, this week's Cody uh, news? No, it's just it's it's all just kind of more of the same. It's wait and see and mm-hmm. see how things play out. And if he shows up, he shows up. If he doesn't, he doesn't. If he doesn't, uh, Seth Rollins will host the show. He'll host WrestleMania. Probably that's probably that will probably be his role. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Looking forward to it. Maybe we'll see him on Monday. Maybe not. You know who we saw tonight? A brand new character, a guy that we knew as a name, but now he's got. But then Sheamus and Ridge Holland knows him as a different name. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we saw the debut of a Butch. That's right, Pete Dunn. I manifested this man. I called this. I said they're going to put Pete Dunn with Sheamus and well, Rich Holland. You, no, here's the thing. You said they're going to put Pete Dunn yeah. with Sheamus and Rich Holland. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Oh, yeah. Put the bruiser weight, doing the bruiser weight thing oh, with yeah. Sheamus and Ridge. Mm-hmm. They all like to fight. Cool. Mm-hmm. You get to say anything about Butch. Mm-hmm. I wanted Sheamus. you to be surprised. <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> I that's, wanted that's, the internet to catch that's, on that's fire. That's the ace up your sleeve you had there, huh? Oh, man. Yeah, dude, so, absolutely. So right before SmackDown went out on air, uh, Fightful Select had a report saying there is going to be a debut tonight and uh, and, and that uh, it was going to be involved Sheamus and Ridge and the name Butch uh, was associated with it. And, and that first thing I thought of was, oh, gosh, is this Pete Dunn? Yeah. And then it was Pete Dunn. I'm not going to go into it. I think by by tone of voice, it's fairly evident how I feel about it. Oh, go into it. It's what people want to come on. Go into it. This is the show, man. This is what people are paying attention. They want to hear it, man. He's one of your he is one of your favorites, Larson. He is one of my favorites. I like Rant Pete Dunn. Away, man. I like Pete Dunn a lot. A lot. He might be one of my ten favorite wrestlers in the entire world. Mr. Okay? Sensor says Larson must go. All right. All right. So He's one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. He has built a brand for himself as Pete Dunn. Whenever he showed up on the main roster, the crowd has reacted. Uh, he was uh, the second, and uh, after he dropped the belt, the longest reigning NXT UK champion. His run in the NXT itself has been kind of stop and start. It's like they didn't really have much creative for him, which is weird because he's Pete Dunn. You put him in the ring, let him wrestle, he'll get over. It's what, it's what he does. Um, and so, you know, with all, all main roster call-ups, you got to be a bit wary about it because the record, it's not stellar. It's dog shit. It's not. Yeah. 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 Not stellar is an understatement. It's, it's and, it's and then you bring up Pete Dunn yeah. as Butch. Butch and it's just not the name. He's got the Peaky Blinders gear on. He's like, he's dressed up as Ridge Holland's little brother. He's, yeah, you know, he's, yeah. and here's, here's the, for me, there's a lot I don't like about it. The worst part about it for me is, you just bring him in. He's like another guy. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know? Yeah. Where's the impact? Yeah. He has the potential to be an impact player in any company. And you bring him in as Seamus's goon. Yeah. He's it's lame. Yeah, yeah. He's their X factor. He's the, he's the little he's guy. Their wild yeah, he's what, their wild card. He's their wild card. He's the hothead. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's funny because like I, I, I like Pete Dunn. I think you're a bit bigger of a fan of Pete Dunn than I am. I, I really appreciate him. At a certain point, I think over the last, I don't know, I guess four and a half months ago now. Sometimes, dude, you just see the writing on the wall. And so you lose emotional attachment to certain things as wrestling fans. As wrestling fans, we get emotionally attached. Like, you know, as as fans of whatever, Rogue One is on this other screen right here. And, like, Star Wars is one of those things I get emotionally attached to back when I was a kid. I love this shit, right? I love Mandalorian. I haven't watched Book of Boba Fett. I I don't know if I'm going to love that one. If if you want to hold the Star Wars universe in any sort of esteem, you can kind of pass on Book of Boba Fett. You can pass on a lot in terms of Star Wars. Yeah, I know. Star Trek, I get, oh, man, I watched the latest Discovery. We get emotionally invested in what we're supposed to do. That's what their job is to get us emotionally invested. So we'll exactly. pump down some money and we'll exactly. engage. Exactly. That right? is the job of, of, of storytellers. Right. The, the problem is, man, like at a certain point when they started completely and totally disrespecting uh, uh, a certain type of wrestler uh, that was heavily recruited and promoted five years ago, four years ago. Um, when they started doing that, man, I just, I was just, mm, you know, it is what it is. I laughed at Gunther. 
Uh, Dewdrop was probably the worst one. The Dewdrop is probably the worst of them. Butch is kind of nuts to me, me personally. Butch is like nothing compared to how bad Dewdrop is. Dewdrop? She had a cool name before. Piper Niven. Yeah, it's a cool name. Um, And here's the thing, dude. I I feel like it would be less of a deal if they had like motivate like they call him Pete Dunn and then they they you know I've known this you know if Seamus is like I've known this guy since he was 13 years old and back in the day we used to call him Butch right like just give it, just, give it a hey, backstory I know throw us a fucking bone I know like just throw us a bone and so I just beat but they stopped it I don't know if they ever really did it but like they just don't do that because they don't they care don't. because the only thing they care about is Brock versus Roman is going to be the big thing, you know, and they got Ronda Rousey and shit like that. Yeah, so so Pat on commentary, obviously he has history with Pete Dunn. He, he knows yeah. who Pete Dunn is. Yeah. So when he first comes out, he mentions that, hey, that's Pete Dunn. And then it seemed like, I could be wrong about this, old Vince started talking to his headset. Don't say that. Don't say his name no. because Pete Dunn just, or sorry, Pat McAfee just said, Oh, we we you know used to know him by another name, mm-hmm. but Seamus and Ridge have always known him as Butch. Yeah, and if you that give me a backstory, is, yeah. you give me something like, okay, this is just their nickname for their friend from 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 years back. All right, but just let the problem is for me is in basically every way, at least from his debut, they weren't letting Pete Dunn be Pete Dunn. Yeah, like even felt like when he was in the ring, he was holding back on his elbows a little bit. Yeah, you know, dude, I mean, that was one of the things about Pete Dunn that I I was always sort of weary about is that with certain people, Aleister Black, I thought Aleister Black was a can't miss guy. (laughs) Hold on. Zonto says, but in story, Ridge and Sheamus just I know, I know, I know, I know. Look, our our main point is they could have done at least, hey, effort goes a long way. It really does. Show me that you're trying, you know, at least like the other night on Dynamite when they were like, oh, the the title match went short. So we had this match ready for you. Did it did it make total sense given, you know, that they don't know how long the other match are going to go? No, but they try. It's an effort thing. You know, know. that's all I ask. A little bit of effort. Um, Certain people, uh, Samoa Joe, Aleister Black, um, there's probably others that I'm not thinking of. That I thought were like sort of like can't miss guys on main roster. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Yeah, Keith Lee. I thought would just go all the way to the top. And there are others that and those ones are kind of shocking when they're like, really? You guys can't figure that out? There are others where I look at them and I'm like, I don't know. Like you you just said Pete Dunn can go into any company and be an impact player. I think the caveat for me for that phrase is main roster WWE just because of their yeah Shane is uh, Shane is a great example yeah just because of their history you know like at this point they obviously like big beefy dudes in their men's division and if you're not that I mean there are outliers like Ricochet who you know he's had some titles he's a current intercontinental champion mm-hmm. has he been you know he went through a whole long stretch where he was on main event the argument definitely can be made I think probably, and I would agree with it, that he's been underutilized in his time in WWE. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pete, a spectacular wrestler, yeah. Pete Dunn, I've always in the back of my head, have been like, look, I love this guy. I think he could be an impact player in Impact, New Japan, AEW, Ring of Honor, anywhere else. I don't know about main roster, and what we got tonight was kind of well, here's the thing. That's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy when they debut him as Butch. If you bring him out there as Pete Dunne, he's out there snapping people's fingers. I'm not saying it's a sure thing because nothing in WWE is a sure thing. I get that. You you debut him out there. I can't remember who mentioned this here in chat. says, you have him come out, you get, he attacks Ricochet and starts snapping fingers. That's an impactful debut. I'm not saying that he can't do that. I'm saying they don't do that. Oh, I know. I know. So, like, you know, that that and that that's the thing is that they don't have – they don't have a spot. I mean, that's what AEW has done is they've been like, hey, a lot of these players in NXT, we feel like they can be major players on on, a, on the big main roster type stage. And they've shown that they can be successful with that. Are they yet at the success level of WWE? No, because they're three years old. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, long term, will that strategy work for them? I assume so. Um, will they ever be at the level in terms of uh, financially as WWE? Who knows? I don't know. But um, yeah, if I, I think that philosophy could work in WWE uh, main roster, but it's obviously a philosophy that they that Vince McMahon has mm-hmm. elected not to go to. Mm-hmm. And so when I see somebody that I sort of get the feeling, I don't know if this is going to work. It I, I just I have a hard time. You know, it's more like, oh, I'll believe it when I see it. But when I see this. I'm, I just I just am kind of numb to it. I laugh about it. And then I see like the reaction online, which is kind of entertaining in its own right, because people just their heads explode. And, and it is it's sad. I, I hope that he's getting paid a lot of money and I hope that I hope he so is able to really run with this. I mean, he tweeted out the name Butch and then he just put the word probably. I just honestly, man, it, to me, it's a bummer that they care so little about what the what the actual people who are investing in their program think not to at least put in the effort. At least, hey, you know what? At least with Dewdrop, there did seem to be a story there where she was under the wing of uh, uh, of Eva Marie. Eva yeah. Marie, thank you. And Eva Marie gave her that name, and then uh, uh, Piper Niven empowered herself with that name and broke free of that. Yeah, um, there's it, a story there. Yeah, maybe you know. Granted, this is one night. Maybe there's a story they're telling with this track record's not great. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right, and that's the yeah, problem. The I'm track not going to the benefit of the doubt, and 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 as a fan of Pete Dunn, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to be to be numb to this type of stuff because yeah. I want you know when you when when you when you watch their work, you're a fan of their work, you appreciate the work, you want good things to happen for yeah. them. Yeah. And when their debut is Butch and not Pete Dunn, and he's a goon not making an impact you just think uh and yeah i know i understand you, for certain people you could probably see the writing on the wall in terms of how WWE's gonna approach their creative but and i also think about from his perspective granted he's a business person hopefully he's getting paid good money you know you work he's been wrestling since he's been what 13 years old yeah probably yeah to get to the main roster mm-hmm. and i don't know pete dunn he might not feel this way mm-hmm. but i'm 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 guessing in his mind after all the success he's had in the WWE under the WWE umbrella, go to main roster, make an impact yeah. as Pete Dunn. Yeah. And he gets walks in probably to SmackDown that day today. And someone says, okay, you're butch now. Yeah. That might be deflating. Yeah, maybe, you know, but also these people know that it's a business. Absolutely. And, uh, but I mean, you know, we always like to say that, but then you hear stuff about like FTR when they're there, Keith Lee just talked about how deflating it was for him. So you're probably right. And that's sad. And you're absolutely right because we want the best for him. Um, I absolutely agree with that. One thing I do know though, is that he, he, I think he more than a lot of people now that he's on main roster, he's there. And I think him more than a lot of people have a shot at taking, you know, dog shit and turning it into, you know, if if they put him in a position where he he can he can get in the ring and put on really good matches, yeah, right, and yeah. show the 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 immense in ring charisma that he has, yeah, there's a chance he can get this over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a chance yeah. that I mean I don't know what I don't know what the storyline is or the character is other than he's just their goon. Yeah, he's you gonna know, they're, be look they're in wild the ring. Card, I don't know in the ring. He's I don't know like about overshadowing Sheamus. Sheamus is a hell of a wrestler. Ridge Holland's not, and uh, and I could see Pete Dunn sort of overshadowing. Ridge Holland and getting over with the fans. He might be the kind of guy where the fans are able to to get him to the next level. Those kind of wrestlers are pretty rare um, mm-hmm. where the fans will really get invested to the point where they'll do that. But uh, but if anybody can, I have faith that uh, that uh, that that Pete Dunn can that Butch will do it. Um, but uh, again, but yeah. I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to refer to him as Butch. He's Pete Dunn. Butch, mom, Butch. No, not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. 
We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Um, as for SmackDown itself, I'll be honest, after after Biggie got hurt, it, I like it was hard to I couldn't really sit there and like invest in the show. So my notes are scant. Um, I did take a ton of notes about stuff. I was just more worried about his well-being and, and, and how he was doing more than anything else. Well, I'll be honest with you. Not a lot happened. No, not a lot <laughs> I happen. mean, it's dude, honestly, it's not like we had a lot to sort of, uh, you know, uh, chew on here. Um, I'm looking this up and down. It's like, okay, so the Usos have their WrestleMania opponents in Rick Boogs and, uh, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Vince McMahon seems to really like Rick Boogs. Uh, they're in these great Tundra uh, bits, uh, which, by the way, are actually pretty well done. And yeah, it's no. it's actually they're wonderful little short films. I wish WWE would do this kind of shit, but like they're, they're they don't. You show you show them as actual people, and not and it really works. Over the top characters. I know it works way more when you show them as actual people. I know it, um, it, it really works. The one, th- the thing about the Boogs bit is, so the the whole setup was. Uh, Boogs and Nakamura come down. They say we're going to be your your WrestleMania opponents, and Boogs has his knee wrapped up. Mm-hmm, yeah, and so the Usos make fun of him about it, and 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 Jimmy says, "All right, if you can beat Jay tonight in a one on one match, you guys get your title shot." And so Boogs, I don't know, like a minute to match, unwraps his knee. His mm-hmm. knee is fine. It was all a trick. I'm just like, eh, yeah, eh. Oh man, yeah, it's that's that's cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's just kind of meh. Yeah. It's, just, it's it's you know. It, but what do you expect from Boogs? <laughs> I, I mean, I expect him to shred, man. That's what I expect of him. He's he can shred. I expect him to shred on the guitar. Yeah, man. Uh, sing falsetto oh, and distract look, Nakamura's he, opponents. He looks so proud of his ruse. <laughs> he was good like, for, ah, good for Boogs. Good for this. Boogs. It's um, the Boogs ruse. Yeah, Boogs ruse. Yes. I don't know. It, it, it's it's you know they're. What three weeks from Mania? They realize, oh, we got to start filling in this card. Well, what do you what do you think find of their shortcuts chances? to motivate? What do you motiv- think of uh, Shinsuke I mean, and Boogs' chances? Let me ask I don't this. Know. This is kind of related. What do you think of Brock's chances? I'll tell you. Every week they go up a little bit, right? That Madison Square Garden thing. You know, he was bleeding. Um, they don't, don't go up know. a lot. They go up a little bit. But that's, I guess, this is what happens when you invest basically all your creative energy into one storyline, is you can try to make an outcome that seems plainly obvious, mm-hmm. a little less obvious. Yeah, and so people yeah. get to that match and they're on the edge of their seat. Thinking, oh, Brock actually has a chance to win. Yeah, I mean that's that's them doing their job. Exactly. You know for sure. Um, I'll, it's not going to be all my confidence points on that. I want to tell you what. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But uh, but I don't know, man. I I could see I could see they really, really Vince really seems to like Boogs. Um, so yeah. I I don't know that they don't win that at WrestleMania. I don't know. I, I yeah, don't, don't know, know either. Don't WrestleMania know either. might be relative. Like okay, let me ask you this: Sami Zayn had his phone number outed by Johnny Knoxville via plane and TMZ today. Yeah. What do you who do you like in that? It's got to be uh, Knoxville, oh, Knoxville going over, Knoxville's right? Winning. That's the only reason I'm guessing Sammy dropped the Intercontinental title. So when Knoxville beats him, he's, he's not, not the new Intercontinental beat. champion. <laughs> not gonna be champion, exactly. So once yeah, once Sammy dropped the Intercontinental belt, I'm like, oh, he's losing this. Yeah, yeah, he's losing this. I'd probably put a lot of confidence points on Ronda Rousey tapping out Charlotte Flair. Oh yeah, I'd put a ton on that. Probably put a lot of confidence points on that. Let's just dive into it, then we'll talk sure. about some Rampage. Uh, kicked off with a Brock Lesnar promo. He was not happy. Cowboy came out. Big old farmer came out. 
And because uh, they aired the entirety of the Madison Square Garden thing. Yeah, pretty much. So he says, Roman, this dude started getting wooded, by the way. He says, Roman, yeah. you changed the rules. What? He's changed the game. What? He says, for the last six days, I drug, uh, I drug my ass out of bed and I looked in the mirror and he shows his scar to the camera. And he tells, he says, Roman, you don't draw first blood on Brock Lesnar and live to tell about it. I'm there for blood. I'm here for blood tonight. He says, I don't care about mania contracts. And then he chucks the belt over at commentary. He says, I don't care about WWE titles. He says, Roman! Yeah, yeah, Pat had to duck. I know. That thing came screaming at him. Yeah. He says, Roman! Get your ass out here. I want your blood. He says, blood for blood, that's what I want. So Paul Heyman comes out and says, Brock, take the temperature down. He says, if Brock doesn't want to listen to me ever again, listen to me now. He says, Roman's not here this evening. He says uh, he knows uh, Brock better than anybody on that planet. And Brock's like, shut up. He says, if what's coming out of your fat lying jowls is true, then who's going to protect you? And then Brock leaves the ring. Paul goes backstage and Brock, just like the scariest bear you've ever seen, starts chasing him through backstage. People are trying to get in his way and he's just chucking them left and right. Heyman gets in a car and speeds off. It was like that scene in Terminator 2 when yeah. uh, Robert Patrick was chasing after him. Yeah, yeah, that's a good analogy. But fortunately uh, for Paul Heyman, Brock is not a T-1000. No. A learning computer. Not made of liquid metal. Uh, then we had the Rich Holland Sheamus interview uh, where they're setting up the match tonight. And they introduce Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. So uh, Sheamus says, hey, they're asked about you know, what'd you do to uh, uh, Big E's ATV? Why'd you destroy it? And Shane was like, no, we improved it. And Ridge says, that, right, that that's right, and we're expecting a proper fight tonight. And that's when uh, they're asked about the sledgehammers they have. Uh, and they said, no, we brought someone deadlier than two sledgehammers. Mm-hmm. They brought Butch. Mm-hmm. And there's Pete Dunn. And he enters in the frame. And, I, dude, I honestly think, I know we can all project on him, that he looked uncomfortable. I think he was trying to look like whatever Vince McMahon told him to look like. Like you're the X Factor. Like you come in and you're kind of twitchy and you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to throw down at any moment. I get the feeling that's what he's supposed to be. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's it's just this WWE shit, man. And then they're going to yeah. get a bigger, they're going to get like a $2 billion deal. Instead I know. Of they're going to think, oh, we're doing, we're doing it right. Which, who are we to say that they're not? <laughs> well, I mean, here's, here's the thing. They're doing it right in terms of making money for the company. Yeah. In terms of, cr- of creating interesting storylines. We can s- firmly say they're on the wrong path. Wrong path there. <laughs> and to yeah. think, if they actually were creating interesting storylines, that $2 billion? Could be a $4 billion contract. Exactly. So I then we had, we had New Day versus Sheamus and Rich Holland. And then, yeah, uh, towards the end, Big E is going for the spear off the apron. Ridge evades that. Belly to bellies, Biggie on the floor, and he lands right in the top of his head. Um, I, I did. I didn't even know what the finish was because I was not paying attention. I know. Uh, I know. Kofi got pinned, and then uh, Pete Dunn got in there and started beating him up. Yeah, no, I know. I was kind of the same way, man. I was like checking Twitter for updates mm-hmm. and seeing what mm-hmm. people were saying. I was. I was kind. I was. I was a little optimistic because when he landed on his head and then he, he sort of like moved a little bit. And from what my memory of like most neck injuries, you basically go limp on the spot. And so I was like, okay, well, it looked like there was some muscle reflection reflexing going on there, whatever the word would be. And, uh, and then when the ref looked down, like he didn't get up. The ref looked down. She didn't like throw up the X or anything. Michael Cole did say we need to get medical assistance down yeah, here immediately. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and then she went back in there. So uh, so yeah, Kofi ended up getting pinned. Um, mm-hmm. I, I honestly like I don't know what it was either. So it doesn't yeah, really matter. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. But what Pete it was. Dunn what it was. beat him up a little bit afterwards. Yeah. Butch got his shots in. Uh, after that, we had a recap of the whole Kevin Owens, uh, Steve Austin thing. Then we had a Sami Zayn interview. Talked about how he had a lot on his mind. He says, I can't deal with being called a former Intercontinental Champion. Uh, Kayla throws that TMZ video of Knoxville releasing Sami's phone number. He uh, he got a hold of the, the plane with the thing, the flag the on banner the banner behind it. Yeah. 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 Uh, so go back to, to the interview. And Sammy's like, how can how can you even show that right now? It's got my number on it. He's been, you know, he's I've had no time to prepare for my IC title rematch. He says, how can I when I've had ten thousand text messages? 
He says, I'm not actually worried. He says, there's one thing I learned about myself is that I can overcome. So Ricochet, not a problem. He's actually not that good. He got lucky last week. He says, but Knoxville's not here tonight, so I'm going to get my IC title back. He says, Knoxville wants me. He's just not He's not going to get just Sami Zayn. He's going to get the Intercontinental Champion. Yep. Uh, then we had advertised next Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders versus Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Ginger Mahal. You thought this match was going to happen. You were wrong. You were wrong. So Drew comes out for his entrance. He's in the ring, go to commercial to come back. And then Baron, Moss, Shanky, and Ginger beating up the Viking Raiders backstage. So... Uh, Drew walks up the ramp. The heels come down to meet him. He pretty much fends him off uh, for a while. Uh, and he's about to throw down with Baron. And Riley's about to make his move. Jinder grabs him by the ankle. So Baron lays him out. They take him to the ring. They start beating him up a bunch. Uh, Baron gets in, in Drew's face, accepts his challenge for Mania. He's mocking the Claymore countdown. So Drew fights back. Uh, so Corbin gets out of there. Uh, Drew clears the ring. He grabs his sword, points it at the Mania sign, talks trash to This is probably, right now, looking at all this stuff, most confidence points on Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. I can kind of see that as being most. Yeah. Uh, After that, we had uh, what was supposed to be a Ronda Rousey promo. For some reason, when she started talking, my eyelids started, like, closing involuntarily. And then I woke up, and this was all done. No. Her promos are just so sleepy, man. They're so sleepy. You got to project. You take some acting classes or something. Um, she says, we're a month away from one of the biggest matches in my career. But just last week, Shana showed me her grappling ignorance by calling me a one-trick pony. That's like saying Mike Tyson wins a lot because he knocks people out or something like that. Um, so uh, she says, where Charlotte just sees one armbar, what I see is a thousand ways to get to the armbar. I've been spending the last three years refining her. So Charlotte comes to the ring, says their main match is going to be the biggest fight of Ronda's life. She says, if I was Ronda, I'd be less worried about honoring your mentor. Because she mentions Kurt Angle. Yeah, Ronda had mentioned Kurt Angle and the ankle lock, and that's yeah. what she's going to use to tap her out. So she says, I'd be less worried about honoring your mentor and more concerned with wrestling at WrestleMania. She says, she ain't going to tap me out, or you're not going to tap me out. Ronda says, I already did. But I'll do it again. And Sean is, Charlotte says, well, you're an impressive fighter, but there's a reason that I am the most decorated woman in wrestling. I look at you and I see a one-trick pony. And at WrestleMania, I'm going to embarrass you and make you tap out. And Ronda says, I'd love to see it. And she tells Charlotte, take take off your heels. Do it right now. And Charlotte uh, leaves. And then Ronda tells Charlotte, go ahead and walk away. And you won't be able to at WrestleMania. You're either going home with Charlotte's arm or I'm going to tap you out. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then we got Sasha Banks and Naomi taking on Shayna Baszler and Natalia. Uh, So, uh, and Zelina and Carmella are sitting ringside. Uh, They get involved towards the finish. Um, uh, Vega tries to distract Sasha while in the ring. She does. Sasha turns around. Natalia hits her with a discus clothesline, gets two. And then both Zelina and Carmella get in the apron. Uh, Sasha then sends Natalia into Zelina, knocking her off. Hits uh, Natalia with that code breaker type move she's been mm-hmm. doing lately. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah, I like that. It's a cool move. Uh, after that, we had Usos promo. They've had the belt for, I think they said, 236 days. Mm-hmm. Roman's had his title for almost two years. Jay says there's no worthy opponents for us at Mania. Uh, so then Boogs and Nakamura come out. Boogs declares that they're going to be the next SmackDown tag champs. And that's, as I mentioned before, Jimmy says, all right, if you can beat Jay, uh, uh, then you get a title shot. Yeah. Basically, so I, I kind of felt like Boog should have kept the ruse up a little bit longer. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's funny because it like, like the yeah. first minute he, t- he took the, the wrap off. Well, the bell rang and then uh, uh, Jay went uh, immediately went to his leg and looked like he started to try to hump it. And so Boog's like got him off. Like, it was so goofy. He just goes over there and he like hugs the leg. It's like, I know he's trying to act like he's trying to wreck it and everything, but it just was goofy. And then, yeah, Boogs takes it off and he's like, oh, I'm smarter than you. Um, And then, uh, and then, yeah, like within two minutes, Boogs, you know, uh, hits the the Boogs cruise for the win, but he can't celebrate because Jimmy blasts him on the back on his giant back with the guitar. Boogs just, he's like a John Chris Velucci drawing. (laughs) He's just this huge muscle. I know. It's pretty great. I don't know. Look, I don't like Boogs the way I like Nakamura. You know, like Nakamura, I want to see that dude. That's another guy who should have been can't miss, right? Yeah. But, like, 
Boogs is one of my favorite sports entertainers because he's just a ridiculous muscle guy who obviously is very enthusiastic about everything. And yeah. uh, and I do I that that Tundra ad was fucking cool, man. Like those, those Tundra ads do more to uh, make me a Rick Boogs fan than anything does. he's done on TV. It does. I know you didn't put it here because it's a commercial, but like it was an, and I know they did it before. But like you know, they're driving around. They're gonna catch some waves because Shinsuke legit loves to surf, mm-hmm. and Boog's gonna try surfing. And they got some terrific like chemistry, comedic timing. Like because yeah. he's like Shinsuke's like, did you catch some waves? And he's like, oh yeah. And the whole gag is Boog's couldn't stand up, yeah, because yeah. it takes time and practice. And he's like, oh yeah, I totally did. And he's like, I didn't see it. He was like, yeah, no, the cameras didn't catch it. I must have been over there. And Shinsuke's like, yeah, he probably did it while we weren't paying attention or something like that. These are cool, man. I like these yeah. things. I and it just, but it just bums me out that we're they, they they wouldn't do something that's cool like this, you know. I know, I know, I know. Because Vince thinks it's the audience just wants everything live. Well, you know, like as as Bruce Pritchard said, people don't care about Kevin Nash; they care about Diesel. I know, I know. Uh, so then we got our main event: Sami Zayn versus Ricochet. Uh, I thought they'd give this match a ton of time. They had given about fifteen minutes because Sammy made his entrance like six thirty. It was, it was, it was at the yeah. I thought for, I, I was like, oh, what's the actual main event tonight? Is Roman going to yeah, show up or something? I know, I thought that too. So before the match begins, Austin Theory walks down the ringside, sit next to commentary. This is all before the match starts, and then he stands up, and then smacks the headset off Pat McAfee's head. Mm-hmm. And so Michael Cole's like, don't don't do anything. You're an announcer. You're a professional. Don't do anything. Instead, uh. Which is weird. For, let me back up a little. What was weird is that Pat, sorry, no, Austin went and sat next to the commentary desk, then got up, walked around the table to slap the the headphones off Pat McAfee. Why didn't he just turn his chair, get up, and smack him right then? You know? Yeah, it was awkward. It was awkward. Anyway, so Pat gets up, he jumps over the announce table, tackles Theory, slams Theory's head to the announce table a couple of times, throws him over it, hits some grind and pound. Finally, Michael Cole, who was actually pretty awesome this whole thing, yeah, he was calmed Pat down enough. So security and, and producers come down to, to break up the fight. Security escorts. Uh, so Theory leaves, and then Pat gets escorted up the ramp by security. And Theory tries to go after him again. Instead, security holds him back. We go to commercial, we come back. And Cole's like, so Pat, he got in this fight. Now I'm going to call the rest of the show alone. He might face disciplinary action. I'm like, why? He, was he has a match. Himself, yeah. He was defending himself. Since he has a match at WrestleMania against Austin Theory, you got to consider him a wrestler. Yeah. He's defending himself. There should be no disciplinary action. In the world, you've created WWE. Yeah, right. Well, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, but okay, that's where I got to stop you because you know damn well in the world they've created, there is zero consistency. Exactly. Like the, like the physics of the WWE universe is such that no, like, you know, planets and shit shouldn't exist because there's well, no like, consistency in the physics. Like Samoa Joe has taken his 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 headphones off and gotten physically involved and stuff. Was he suspended? No. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what I'm talking about. No, I I dude, I agree. But like, you know, for every case for every case where they do What's one the thing. What's the rule book, Steve? What's the rule book? Uh, it's a sketch it's, pad. Yeah, it's a sketch pad. I had it around here somewhere. Um Yeah, no, I know. I know, but it's to I get it. It's like to heighten the drama of stuff because Pat's going to be suspended or whatever. And then Austin Theory is going to take advantage of that. And because Pat McAfee is going to win at WrestleMania. This is why I'm sore about it because that means we're going to have a couple of weeks with no Pat McAfee on SmackDown. That's fun. We're going to have Corey Graves. Yeah. I don't mind Corey, but I love Pat. Pat's great. I know. No, I know. I know. Exactly. So we're just being deprived of Pat McAfee for not much. It's a bummer, man. It's it a is bummer. a bummer. Uh, so this was a really good match. Um, in the end, Ricochet got the clean win. He did. That was nice to see. Which yeah. was after how he won last week, needed to really establish Ricochet as Intercontinental Champion. This, mm-hmm. this, I'm happy they did it the week after. You know, no wonky finish, just clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, no obvious opponent for Ricochet. Maybe they're going to take some of the more quality uh, participants that we might think would be in the Andre, and they'll actually do like a ladder match. That'd be cool. But now that I've said that, it's not going to happen. I I can only manifest shitty things, man. Yeah, I guess so. I can only manifest crap like Butch. 
can't yeah. manifest cool things. Well, you didn't even manifest Butch. You just manifested Pete Dunn uh, joining Seamus and Ridge Holland, which unto itself is not a bad idea. No, I told you. I told you. I, I, I kept the other stuff to Produced myself. Produced the post-it note uh, that, that you, you're the quatrain in which you wrote Butch on. It's in, it's, it's in here somewhere. But, uh, dude, I, I, like, I've written, so there's been so much stuff in here. Like, it's like numbers don't lie stuff. It's in here somewhere. All right. I, it's kind of a bummer that you don't just trust me outright. To be honest with I have, you. I have reason to be 25 suspicious. 25 years and you just can't trust Reason to be suspicious. My quatrain. <laughs> None of those quatrains made a lick of sense anyways, nope. man. Nope. That dude would misspell everything and people would be yep. like, uh, To actually close the show. Hip hop hip He knows the quatrain. Man. Yeah. He knows uh, the quatrain. To end the show, we had a, a Charlotte Ronda brawl backstage. They were kind of trying to reference the awesome brawl. Yeah. Charlotte, Ronda, and Becky had uh, leading up to WrestleMania 35. This had, I don't know, maybe... 45 percent of the the energy and urgency that that particular brawl had it was fine but uh nowhere near as awesome as that brawl that happened what four three four years ago anyways uh in the end of it charlotte ends up suplexing ronda on the hood of a car and then kind of uh almost kind of puts like a, a a a Camel clutch type move on. Charlotte had a cool like leather like uh, jumper. oh jumper yeah yeah that was, that that was, was cool. cool. The quatrain needs a comeback, man. That's what we got to bring some quatrains back. I'll yeah, find it. May- I'll find it. I'll post it on Twitter. Follow there me at go. MF Steve here. So that means you're, as soon as we're done, you're going to write it down. Mayor of Planet Houston, look into uh, Nostradamus. He wrote all his predictions uh, in quatrain form. Quatrains, yes. Yeah, dude. This guy was predicting shit like hundreds of years before it happened. Uh, anyways, after that, shame he never really got a cut of all the publishing deals that he got like later on. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> he didn't predict his own immortality, so it's impossible. <laughs> he should have got a super advance on that shit, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like what five, six hundred years ago, something like that. Yeah, that dude just chilling in his house. Uh, we had uh, Darby Allen versus Mark Quinn. Kickoff rampage tonight. Yeah, did anything? Uh, well, we had we had Swerve's debut. That was cool. They put him in yeah. there against a really good opponent, Tony mm-hmm. Nessie. Uh, yeah, so I mean, all neat. the matches were were, were good. Uh, Jamie Hader and Mercedes Martinez beat the heck out of each other. That was a great match. Oh man, yeah, Jamie Hader took that nasty spill too. After boy, after seeing Biggie get dropped on his head, any time of belly to back. Belly to belly, any sort of overhead throw. Yeah, even I'm when su- Drew was I'm doing such it, an but... old biddy when it comes to any suplexes these days. I know. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so yeah, Darby and Mark Quinn opened up the show. Mark Quinn hit a crazy 450 off the top rope to the floor. Yeah, dude. Yeah, boy. Yeah, that was nuts. Steve. Steve is done with professional wrestling, but outside of catches, catch can. Man, crap-like. give me some Hackenschmidt, you know, Gotch style. Just like you know, you know, don't don't even get up on your feet. 
Just be doing all that shit on the floor. Mat based. Mat, mat based. based. I don't care if it's a three hour long match. Just you know, don't be dumping people on their heads. It's three hours. You could be entertained. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, Quinn hits that four fifty. That was awesome. Uh, he, however, misses a shooting star press that allows Darby to lock onto Fujiwara armbar. Quinn taps. So Andrade, I think uh, the, Andrade changed the name. It's no longer Family Office. I think it's just the Andrade Company or something like that. It's called. And you changed the wrestling office. He tweeted. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so they come out, and then uh, Jeff and Matt Hardy, the Hardy brothers, they <laughs> yes, make the, the Hardy brothers. <laughs> That's correct. They are the Hardy brothers. They are the Hardy brothers. They make the save. Uh, we get a minute of the year and Dan Lambert promo. I didn't write anything down except for Scorpio Sky telling says uh, to Wardlow that he is the face of the of the new face of TNT. That's all. Hey, do you buy that? That was I think it was Meltzer who said that was always the plan. The TNT title, the where where it was going from, like even going to Cody and then back to Sammy again. Do you buy that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we typically say like we he talks about talking to people in AEW on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Like he mentions that all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, our Lopez Ortiz says Sean Ross Sapp also reported that. Oh, okay, maybe that's where I got it from. Then maybe that's oh, maybe, where I got maybe. it. From. I don't know. But Whoever like you know, like in terms of of, of of reliable sources for AEW information, yeah, Meltzer's pretty decent. Yeah, Meltzer's he talks, good. Yeah. He talks. He talks to those guys. Yeah, he the does. EDPs, yeah. So. so, I'm sure that was the information he was given. I don't know. The whole thing is just kind of wonky, though. I'm down with unpredictability, but sometimes totally. it, it it like you gotta do you gotta do the unpredictability right. You know, like yeah, yeah you can't just do unpredictable for the sake of being unpredictable. Yeah, like Miro really lost. It. Like, isn't it kind of coincidence he lost that title and then like he was. Yeah, I think he was hurt. He was hurt. That's why he had to. I don't know if that's why he had to. He did drop it, but he was hurt. You know, does Tony Khan have some quatrains that we don't know about? Like he knew he maybe. was going to get hurt, so he's like, you need to. And he knew Cody wasn't going to resign, so he was like, maybe. Man, maybe. wow. Anyways, where are we? House uh, of Black I, promo. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who they were talking about, and with the way commentary was talking after the promo ended, they didn't know who he was talking about either. I thought they he, that House of Black was referencing this promo to Pack Penta. Uh, but in, in Phoenix, but apparently not because commentary made it sound like it was something new, kind of nebulous who the subject of this promo was. Someone uh, moved, like someone. someone I, I thought he said, I thought he was talking that Malachi was talking about Pack at first. So yeah, and so uh, once commentary said, we don't know who this is directed towards. Um, I took Pack out and put someone in my notes here. Oh, okay, so, so, okay. So if you take out someone and put Pack, it might read a little bit better. Okay, I think he said you moved like someone who had the poison taken from their heart, but that the house of black will make your eyes see black again. And then uh, Brody steps in and says some stuff and culminates with says, we know your deepest. And then buddy continues secrets, secrets. And he says, which means the house knows the truth. And then he, wow, they're talking about the Pillmans. <laughs> they need an easy win right now, man. Go back to the Pillmans. They already, they already beat the Pillmans. Brody and uh, Malachi did run it back, and then get. Did, I thought Julie Hart was supposed to be in there. Uh, so. Well, that was under the the idea that if they got the people got missed it. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Pack sort of busted that one up too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, House of Black versus the Pillmans. Let's make it happen. Yeah, I don't know who do you, who'd you like to see them take on next, man. Uh, System Zero says, I think it was directed towards Hangman or Punk. Give him some of Punk's promos. Dude, Punk versus uh, Punk versus uh, Malachi. Malachi. Ooh. That'd be great. I like that. That's a great idea. Good one. Uh, ooh, what if it's Bray? Ooh. Mm. Wyndham. Mm, I'm making mm. movies, man. Jamie Hayter mm. versus Mercedes Martinez was man, next. Man, this was great. This was great. They're just beating the living shit out of each other. Uh, Jamie gets her uh, her finish in with a huge clothesline. <laughs> what? Sorry, Floppy Dodger says Forbidden Door and have House of Black versus House of Torture. Oh man, that would be amazing! So many overbooked finishes. Yeah, so Brit Brit so got little wrestling. <laughs> I know Brit got involved in this match. Uh, Mercedes hits Hater with like a huge tree of woe German suplex. Yeah, uh, Rebel gets on the apron to distract the ref. Brit hits Mercedes with like four forearms while she's on the top rope still she falls yeah jamie hits the clothesline for the win yeah after that we had a really cool hikaru shida promo she says i haven't forgotten about you serena deeb she says uh i've always been thinking about you thinking about revenge said what i did last week wasn't enough i need more brother 
yeah. then we had a QT Marshall getting his ass whooped by Keith Lee. Uh, <laughs> QT foolishly called for a diamond cutter at one point. Keith Lee just catched, caught him like he was nothing. Hits QT with a massive pounce. Follows with that big bang catastrophe. Gets the win. Uh, immediately after, Aaron Solo tries to attack Lee. Lee just completely throws him over his head onto the other members of uh, whatever QT. I guess the the uh, factory. factory. Yeah, factory. Uh, Camarado hits the ring, brawls a bit with Lee. Lee hits a Judas effect, a big old spirit bomb. Oh. And then he chucks Solo onto the Camarado and QT onto the floor. Uh, and then uh, Hobbs and Starks then hit the ring, and they attack Keith Lee. Uh, Lee is able to get a shot in at Starks. Starks just completely falls to the floor. But Hobbs hits Keith Lee with this really impressive, massive oh, spine buster. It was awesome. And then he starts mocking him doing the little music thing. It was thing. great. It was yeah, great. Hobbs is a beast, man. I can't, I can't wait, wait to see for these guys. I know. I can't wait for this match. This is going to be fantastic. Did fantastic. we get a preview for Dynamite next week? Uh, so it's Britain, Rosa in the cage. Oh, yeah. That, they've been talking that up for a while now. And yeah. then it's it's uh, Hangman and Jurassic Express mm-hmm. versus Cole and, and Redragon. Right. And then uh, Danielson and Mox have another match. But they did. They did. Like- Oh, no, like another... so, then, then Scorpio Sky and Wardlow for the team. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Boy, what a loaded show on it's Wednesday. It's going to be a good show. Uh, we get our customary pre-main event interview, Swerve and Tony Nese. Um, <clears throat> Tony Nese was first. He says, I want to take on Swerve in his debut because I'm on a winning streak. Yeah. But who gets the massive debut? Ooh. Not me. Not him. He says, I didn't get that. Um, he says, I'm going to give Swerve the welcome he deserves. And then Swerve says, hey, we have history on Friday nights. Uh, how about I whoop your ass again? And that's what he did. It was a fun match, though. Yeah, no. You guys it, put yeah, on a great oh, match. Man, it was a ton of fun, yeah. Absolutely. Swerve got the win, of course, with uh, a house call and then a top rope double stomp. Um, got the win there. So, uh, yeah, 1-0 here, Swerve Strickland. Yeah, Swerve's so smooth in the ring. He's great. Oh, man, he's terrific. Yeah, some killer gear, too, man. Yeah. Some 205 the, live colors. Yeah. yeah, it was orange and purple. Pretty cool. Shedding the past. Pretty awesome. Uh, we got some questions here on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Great way to help support going in raw. We'll let us continue this. What, what are you laughing at? Hip-hop hippos is still laughing at the word quatrain. <laughs> I bet I haven't heard or seen that word in 20 years, lol. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, uh, so no. hip hop hippo. Tell me you've seen Man Who Saw Tomorrow. Oh, hosted dude. by Orson Welles. Oh man, I gotta rewatch that. Uh, I wonder if that's on you. I feel like that's a movie that should be on YouTube. Uh, like just somebody uploaded it. Oh, Mel, it probably is. Mel says Mox and Brian versus uh, she believes uh, uh, Chuck yeah. and Yuta. I think that's right. Yeah. Is that gonna is that gonna be a contract match for Yuta? Because he ain't gonna win that. Um, uh, poops on you with the subs is great work guys thank you organ grinder says if you had sorry if you had to give pete dunn a new name what would it be i wouldn't wouldn't give him a new name his name's fine the bruiser weight that's great uh yeah but you know in the spirit of the question man how's the man who saw tomorrow not just on youtube it really should be. i wonder if i still have that on vhs uh pete bones pete bones rhymes with done kind of close to it Petey Bones. I would uh it would P- be Pete Dunn still, but it would D O N E because when you're in the ring with him, you're, you're done. done. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Peaky Dunn. Did you just dress him up the same? Here's the real tragedy. He's gonna wrestle in that gear. Mm-hmm. He's wrestling in that gear. Yes, yeah, I know. I know. I know. And I totally feel like somebody did totally watch Peaky Blinders. Someone did, not Vince, but someone did. Yeah. And Vince is in on it. He, he likes it. Uh, all right. Uh, Alex Foster asks, in kayfabe, why do so many heels have friends in wrestling? Shouldn't most of them hate each other? No, they're not. They're not antisocial. They're not all loners. Like, they're all, you know, they they still have friends with other assholes. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston, how far does Jeff Hardy go in AEW tag ma- uh, champs making up for his botch match with Sting and TNA AEW championship? I would. So, yes, the Hardy brothers will, the Hardys will at some point during the duration of their, I guess now their deals are for the same term. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, they will be tag champs at some point. Yes, they will be. And I would not be surprised if Jeff Hardy gets into a program yeah. for either the TNT or AEW championship. I would be surprised if he actually won it, though. Same. Yeah, I agree with that. But, you know, 
yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to everything they're going to do. Uh, let's see here. Uh, trying to, a lot, a lot of this is just reactions to, to Butch here. Uh, okay. Uh, Brandon Monroe in kayfabe. Why doesn't Brock come to raw? <laughs> Cause he's, he's hunting Roman. Yeah, no, that's it. He doesn't he's care. He's a raw yeah, champ, and he's yeah. got no business there. Yeah, can, yeah, he has no business there. Why would he? It's just to show that he represents with his. He represents as their champion. I know. Uh, Pacific Caleb says, "So I feel for Pete, but Butch is hilarious." I kind of feel the same way. He says, "What's your favorite so bad it's funny wrestling thing?" Well, to me, it's Vince tearing both his quads. Yeah, that's pretty funny. It was so bad. I felt bad. It's hard to feel bad for Vince. But uh, but yeah, it was so bad. It was funny. It was like, why is this happening right now? I know, I know. The funniest name maybe ever given to a rest- wrestler is Bastion Booger. There's that. There's also um. All, I I really want to go back and watch this, but I'm fascinated by Max Moon. Yeah, like Conan was legitimately a star in Mexico, mm-hmm. and then they showed up. They put him in literally. I I think it's this is where I know Bastion Booger's is bad, but like. Max Moon? Didn't they spend a ton of money on that gimmick too? Yes. That's what that's what I read. I read that too. And then he was like, fuck that. He just started no showing. <laughs> so they put that on somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then in WCW, they used him right. Like, you remember when we watched the pre Wolfpack uh, yeah. Conan? Yeah. yeah. He was like, just a fucking cool dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, Wizard of Smoke says, I want to give a shout out to my daughter who turned 20 today. Well, happy birthday. Oh, well, happy birthday. That's awesome. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dang MQ. Bailey says she's a free agent in kayfabe. So which brand do you want her on? Um, Raw. Who doesn't she have a match or who doesn't? Who's high profile? Like Rhea Ripley versus Bailey. And then after Bianca beats Becky at WrestleMania. We could revisit Bianca versus Bailey because that was great. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Gray, I've heard that Vince Russo, Vince Russo, bro, was criticizing AEW for ruining Keith Lee because he lost a match to J.D. Drake. He didn't lose. He He won that match. Maybe he got this wrong here. He says, do you think that the promotion is wasting Keith Lee or is everyone just overreacting because he just got to AEW? So I, I, I guess I've heard criticism too that like they didn't immediately debut Keith Lee like in a high-profile feud, um, and so they're wasting him. I don't know that it's not. I mean, I, I don't know that. You know, I you know, he he was in the face of the revolution thing. I don't I don't necessarily disagree that he could be used a little bit better off the bat. But we're about to get this Hobbs match with Keith Lee. That's pretty cool. I know. But the I thing know. is Hobbs has to lose that. I kinda don't want Hobbs to be losing right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Can we have um, a match uh, somehow have a match where they both win. I think they I think that you can do that. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Both of them win. Yeah. We'll have to figure that one out. We'll look at our tea leaves and write some quatrains. Quatrains, yes. That's the future. Uh, let's see here. Uh, War Machine MJ says, in your opinion, which has more prestige? A newly minted title with zero defenses or an established title with a checkered lineage? I would I would probably go with the established title because even if the lineage isn't great, there is a lineage. It has a lineage. Yeah, whereas a debuting title. I don't really consider oh. a debuting title to have any prestige, really. So, Architect, I agree with you. Architect says Russo criticized the Lee match for going 12 to 13 minutes. Yeah, I criticized that, too, and, and the time, and I still do. I think that's – look, I, I don't think that's ruining anybody. You're not ruining anybody. It's 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 hyperbole to say that. It's exaggerating. Um, but I do think that he should have squashed J.G. Drake. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, let's see here. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Carl D. Reed, the second 
Do heels determine how good wrestling storylines are? He says everything with Roman is decent to amazing. With Corbin, it's not as easy to watch. When Miz is on his best game, it's more enjoyable versus when he's not as entertaining than his segments usually follow. Yeah, I think, you know, heels are usually the ones who are driving the action. They're the ones who are uh, driving a lot of the the, the conflict in the storyline. So yeah. I could see that. That's that's a solid point of view right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think there's some validity to that for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anyways, that's going to do it, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, hopefully some of you Northern California friendos will see on Sunday at the prestige wrestling show. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it till next time. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.